I'm done teaching you how to do this three-point saddle, well, honestly, I don't really see how you'll ever go back to the original way. The way that I'm going to show you is just so much easier, a lot faster, it's just more efficient this way. But the main reason is, I'm not sure if you've ever come to a situation where you've had to do a three-point saddle close to the end of the pipe and it's just nearly impossible to get those bends in because it's so, you're not really working with that much pipe. Right, and you're inventing things, you're just struggling on how to bend this. The last bend is just almost nearly impossible. You can't get it done. The way to get it done is just, you know, uh, doing a whole three-point saddle on a pipe, cutting it and fitting it. Well, I got a solution for all that. The way that I'm going to show you, you'll be able to put your three-point saddle right close to the end without even struggling. Okay. Just hang tight, and I'm going to actually go through every step of the process with you, and I'll show you exactly how to do this. Okay, so for the sake of the video, let's just say that I'm trying to get over this obstruction, which, when I come to measure, is 20 inches to the center of my obstruction. Now, I'm trying to get over this obstruction. Well... Now, to lay out, what I come to do is, let me get my marker ready for you here, is I measure from the end of my pipe to the center of my obstruction 20 inches. All I want to do is just do a little dash here, a little more, because that's going to change. Okay? Now, for my adjustment, I would have to actually measure the height of the obstruction and for this I would say let's just say we want to go just for the sake of the video we're going to say three inches okay now the adjustment for this would be three sixteenths of an inch for every inch rise that I'm going to do for this saddle that said that comes to nine sixteenths of an inch so our adjustment is going to be 9 sixteenths, which brings it to right here at 20 and 9 sixteenths. This is our new mark, which I'm going to call A. Now, the second mark that we're going to do, oh, let's just mark this all the way around. Always in pencil, but for the sake of this video, we'll do it in marker. There you go. Now, our spacing, this is where we, we do it differently, okay? Usually it's 2.5 is your multiplier. For the push-through method, we're going to multiply it by 3. So our rise is 3 inches. And the multiplier is 3, so that gives us 9, right? 3 times 3 is 9. So now our spacing is going to be 9 inches apart. Okay. Here's another one. And here goes the other. Now, the way that I like to teach this is, let's just say this is going to be point B. 
C. Okay? We're measuring from the end of the conduit and we're going that way. Okay? Don't forget always when you're when you're doing your adjustment, your adjustment is going the way that you just measured. Okay? Let's just do these. Let's mark these all the way around. Okay, I'm not sure if you can see there, but okay, so now, now that we have our marks, okay, we have our marks there, we have A, we have B, and C, A, B, and C. You just multiply it by three. That's one of the steps that changed in this method. Usually it's 2.5, you multiply it. Here it's gonna be three is a multiplier. Now, the way that we're gonna bend this is this is the order that we're going to bend this. First one that we bend is gonna be point C. Okay, the second one is gonna be point B, sorry, point A. Lastly will be point B. So it goes C, A, B. That's the way in the order you're gonna actually bend this three-point saddle. Okay? Okay, well, before we start bending here, I wanna make a point that for you to know every single bend is going to be used, we're going to bend with the teardrop. On your bender, it might be a notch or whatever the case may be. We're using the notch or the teardrop, whatever it is on your bender. Okay, every single bend is going to be with that mark. Okay, with the notch. I need to make that clear. In order for this to work, they all have to be on that notch all the bends. Finally, let's start bending. As you can see, my mark is on the teardrop or notch, whatever it is on your bender again. So we're gonna take this bend and we're going to bend it all the way down to 22 degrees. Again, you will take it and bend it parallel to the mark. That looks about right there, that's parallel. Okay, next, we're going to flip it without removing it from the bender and slide it down to the teardrop again. Seems about right there. Make sure again that you're not dogging it, that you're on a, everything is level and straight. That looks about right there. Okay, again, keeping it on the notch or the teardrop, whatever it is on your bender. Okay, I want you to see that. This one here is going down to a 45. Now, let me just make a point here to say, if it's more comfortable for you to do the 45 degree bend on the floor, 
then you can do that as well. You don't have to do them all in the air. Whatever's more comfortable for you. You know, um, what you can do to do it on the floor, the actual, the center bend is you can start it off in the air and then flip it around and, and continue finishing it on the floor. Whatever works for you. So now we have the last bend, which is bend B. We're gonna slide it down and flip it around 180 degrees. Put it on our mark. I'm not sure if you can see that there, yes. And again, make sure that it's straight. That's about it there. Yeah, I think I got it there. And you can bend. Anyhow, this is how you do the push through method. And you can start bending. Looks like that's about it there. And you can remove it, and that is your three-point saddle push-through method. So you can see that point C, point A, point B. Just like a push-through method. It's just like you're pushing it through the hand bender. You see what I'm saying? Now, just so that you can see, our center point, our rise is at three inches. And basically, fellas, ladies, that's how you do push-through method, three-point saddle. And it's gonna be most useful to you when it's towards the end of the pipe. You see how close that is towards the end of the pipe? Let me just show you. Basically, you don't even have a good 10 inches there of conduit. So imagine doing that the original way and trying to get leverage on that pipe. Okay, well, back to the drawing. Just a small recap here. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Now, I just wanted to make it clear really quick that the three-point saddle method the push through method i think you guys will enjoy it i think it'll be a lot easier for you guys to learn it this way and uh you know the other way it has its uses as well you know but i wanted to make it clear that this is for the hand bender you know um also for you to use the notch on all three of your bends and to do it in the order that I had showed you, which is C first, A, and B, you know, kind of like you're pushing the pipe through the hand bender, you know, and uh, the reason why this arrow is here, I wanted to make it clear that from the end of the conduit, you're measuring this way, that your shrinkage, when you calculate it, is going in front of your original mark. So if you measured from the end of the conduit to the center of your obstruction 20 inches, and this is your 20 inch center mark, after you calculate the rise with the shrinkage, and let's just say, for example, it's, you know, 9 16 again, 
you would add the 9 sixteenths in front of this original mark, making A your new mark here, being at 20 and 9 sixteenths. I just wanted to make that clear. You know, a lot of people get three-point saddles. In general, they get it wrong. You know, they forget to add this adjustment here. So, just wanted to make that clear, and um, that's it. Alright, hope you guys enjoy this. I'll be coming out with more content, some more advanced bands that I don't really see on the tube. But, uh, yeah, hit that notification bell and subscribe.